What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about why I think the successful businesses of the future will be very small. And I mean very small in terms of the number of people that they employ in-house versus contracted out and automated. And my basic reasoning for this is that we have a crisis of irresponsibility and entitlement. And I know 100% for a fact that the main culprit is the, quote, education system. And I say, quote, education system because um, all government programs achieve the opposite of their stated goals. So the education system is not resulting in the education of children. It is resulting in the uneducation of children who are unable to provide value in the marketplace, who are emotionally and intellectually dependent, who are confused, and who don't really care about anything. The, quote, education system is so good that after 12 years, 12 full-time, full-day years of going to a classroom, people come out with barely any good reading skills, shitty math skills, unable to negotiate, unable to reason, unable to communicate effectively. Most people don't read. And it's a shit show. And it's so bad that people go tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt just to become economically viable. These people did what they were told. They raised their hand. They let the teachers give them their self-esteem and emotional and intellectual stimulation instead of being self-generated like it should be. So these people go through the K-12 through system, and then they go on to college, and they think that they are owed a job, owed a quality job too, not just any old job, a quality job where they have their benefits taken care of, their retirement is handled, and all that stuff. Pretty much all government programs result in entitlement and irresponsibility. Because they reward that behavior. Because to reward that behavior is to perpetuate the program. And that's how the program grows. That's how it keeps going. That's how it stays alive. The more people who are irresponsible and entitled, the longer the program will stay alive, the more people it will, quote, serve, which is to say, to put on the government's books. Maybe that sounds a little weird to you. Maybe it sounds a little off. Maybe it's not believable. But think about it. Let's take a classic example, which is welfare. Welfare rewards irresponsibility and entitlement, and therefore, welfare has grown and grown and grown while um, achieving the opposite of welfare, which is stagnation, broken families, shitty homes, violence, crime, and all that bad stuff. You can only get welfare if you take irresponsible actions and then feel entitled to get something for it, and you have to stay that way in order to stay on the program. You can think about this in other places, too, like... um, Let's say there's a tariff. If you don't know what a tariff is, it's pretty much like a, a protectionary tax that tries to limit competition from the home country to foreign competition. So let's say I own a phone business. I own an American phone business. We build all our phones in America. We use our own proprietary software. And it costs us three, let's say 500 bucks to develop the phone. And to make any profit on the phone, we need to sell it for 1000 bucks. But the phone is not as good as that of Apple's. Apple only pays maybe a hundred something bucks to build their iPhones. They they still charge, let's say they charge a thousand dollars too. Our phone is worse than theirs. So therefore, Apple is a foreign competition and we advocate to government officials to pass a law that says, hey, we only allow American built phones to be sold in America. And since that's the case, Apple can no longer sell their phones in America because they're built in China or wherever they're being built, India nowadays. 
and I get to have the American market to myself. I get to sell my American phone that takes 500 bucks to build, and I have to sell for 1000 bucks to make any money on, even though it's a shittier phone than the iPhone. That's an example of a tariff. And in order to get in the tariff, uh, to get in tariff, you have to be entitled, and you have to be irresponsible. Irresponsible in the, in the way that I can't produce this phone for any cheaper than 500 bucks. It's my fault. I'm not taking responsibility for producing the phone as cheaply as I can. And then the entitlement to believe that I deserve to have the American market to myself because Apple is a foreign competitor who is cheating somehow. I think that's a good example, but I want to move on from that and talk about the effects for you as a business owner. So we have people who go through the education system, the uneducation system, 12 years, K through 12. They don't learn anything. They're not productive or can't communicate, can't provide any type of value. So they have to go spend tens of thousands of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt just to get some type of skill. And of course, that does not happen for most people because the the quality of um, college education has gone down precipitously because everybody can get in. And since everybody can get in, then it's not really worth anything. And they have to dumb down the curriculum to that of the dumbest person in the classroom. So these people graduate. If they do graduate at all, 50% of people don't graduate. And they have tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. And they feel entitled to a quality job that will pay down their debt, that will give them quality health insurance, that will set them up for retirement, and all this stuff. And that means that the price of labor is going to go up, assuming that these people demand higher salaries and all these benefits. At the same time, we have all this automation coming down the pipeline. We pretty much be able to automate 70, 75% of our things in our business, depending on what you're selling, who you're serving. We have all this automation coming down the pipeline. And then, of course, with the internet, we have access to people in Bangladesh who will work for $20 a day instead of $20 an hour like they would want here in America. And, of course, we don't have a monopoly on American customers, so you either have to automate and delegate as much as you can, as much as you can and get people on contracts from outside of the country in order to compete with the international companies who already have the cheap labor and the more hardworking labor to come to America and compete with you. It's like, think about TVs, right? Every TV that I own, every monitor that I own, every piece of uh, computer technology that I own was built somewhere in China or some Asian country or some Indian country or some African country. And there is good reason for that. It's because labor is cheaper and then people work hard. It's to the point now where if you want to produce something in America, you need to be in the luxury market so that you can compete on some other plane outside of price. And this isn't just technology. Like, pretty much everything I own, man, everything is built in China. The books, well, maybe not the books. Maybe the books are printed here. This table that I'm sitting at was made in China. This computer I'm talking to, this mic was made in China. <laughs> everything is being automated and outsourced to people who are cheaper, more efficient, harder working, less entitled, more responsible. And we're not going to have an option but to do that if we want to compete in the future. That is my prediction. That is my belief. And that's how I'm going to set myself up to where I don't need a whole bunch of people to help me do what I need to do and serve the people I want to serve. But yeah, that's all I got to say for this one. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.